there he is, Craig. Craig, you fucking monster, you. No thought behind those eyes. Nothing. Hi, Craig. Hi, Pat. Hi, friends listening. <laughs> Hello Rude to not. everyone. <laughs> We're That's coming from a, a wild week. <laughs> what What are you drinking, Pat, to help you get through tonight? It's called Leffe. It's a Leffe? Belgian yeah. blonde ale. Ooh, Belgian blondes are good. Very, very heady. I can see that. Yeah. I think I probably should have drank it sooner. It's been open a little long. <laughs> Pat has many small children in his house tonight, so. Ooh, and a liquid death. death. (laughs) That's my fancy expenditure is bubbly water. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I um, We just had our our new show premiere for Real Women of Gaming, and it's um, Tankards is in the the title, so I have my, like, really nice, heavy. Ooh. I think it'll pick it up. Um, tankard um, that I was drinking orange soda in. Who loves orange soda? Pat loves orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I do I... Ooh. Uh, Brie, I'm going to need you to more. bring 15 otters, 25 cases of orange soda, and several <laughs> crates to the nearest crate and barrel. Don't ask nice. me why. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> Those but are my favorite hello? singers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Too much Keenan and Kel just lives right free in my head. And I'm like, you should remember math, but I don't. I just remember. <laughs> Keenan's dad. Just Keenan's dad's giant eyes. His bulging eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all did great work with that. It's it's in my brain forever. Rent free, rent free. Um, but hi there. Were those nuttily kids? I'm Bree, and I'm Pat. Woo! And, and um, Craig's here too. And Craig, and Peggy. <laughs> Peggy. Peggy. It's from Hamilton. Um. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Peggy. Um. We are a comedy horror movie podcast. Uh, anything fun you want to recommend? Anything fun you're watching, doing, listening to? Mm, so many things. Uh, well, my, my New Year's resolution has been to watch 365 movies for the year. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of movies this week. Good. Uh, never saw The Godfather before. What? Good movie. Yeah. <laughs> At least one is. Three's kind of rubbish, but you know. Two two seem pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got that young De Niro action. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm we keep mm-hmm. forgetting that Pacino and De Niro used to be handsome young men. Before well, De Niro's still like a statesman of acting, but mm-hmm. Pacino, much like Cage, has um taken on a different flavor in his elder years of just being a guy that just randomly screams things at people <laughs> and uh you can kind of see it building sort of like when you watch moonstruck and you can see the beginnings the tendrils of cage's insanity 
Actually, no, he's completely fucking nuts already in that movie, but, like, it's still subdued somehow. But in, like, by the end of the first Godfather, you can start to see Pacino kind of going off, too. But he's fucking amazing in that movie. <laughs> I can't believe it's been that long for me Listen, to see. Al Pacino is an amazing character actor, and he is spending a lot of his years now playing Shylock, which I love. <laughs> I personally loved him in the Keanu Reeves feature. Uh, shit, now I can't remember the name of it. It's the one where... Oh, fuck. Devil's Advocate. That's the one. Where he's the devil. Oh, so um... He's just Satan. Devil's Advocate. He makes... Devil's Advocate, yeah. He tries to get Keanu to uh, mate with his own sister. Yeah. And he he's does... A sort of weird hand-waving thing goes, she's uh, ovulating. That's my shitty Pacino. But he does this kind of weird hand motion pointing at Keanu's own sister. Hold on, I'll be right back. Sorry. Well, Craig, should I try the Pacino voice again? I don't think I should. Or maybe I should. Do you like scary movies? Can't really do it. I'm trying, though.
Sorry, cut all that dead air out. Um, our department's over near my one set of neighbors. So I was like... <laughs> Everything all good? Yeah, but they're like connected to us by a wall. So I was like, do we need Ooh. to evacuate? Like, are we okay? Because if not, I'm going to start watching a movie and then I will not know if I should die or not. <laughs> Something but you probably want to find out. Yeah, I would say. It seems like it's going to be okay. So, you know. Oh. There you are. I zooted out for a second there. You did. You did. It's all right. We're just having some issues. But yeah, Pacino, great actor. Pacino's great. I did do a Pacino voice while you were gone a few times Good. for Craig. Good. He didn't seem impressed. Oh, he never does. I really couldn't tell. I mean, he's just got those dead eyes. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, let's, Craig. Let's, let's talk about the movie movies we're going to be talking yeah. about for the foreseeable future. <laughs> we're going to do a little bit of a theme, a little bit of a thon. I'm very excited. This is my favorite horror series franchise whichever one you want to use intellectual property correct um newest movie just came out on friday so i'm waiting to see it pat already saw it he's being very kind and patient um i'm hoping that paramount plus paramount can you hear me We'll put it on streaming soon. I will pay you, Paramount. I will pay you money, please. Um, but so, yeah, we're talking about Scream. So we're going to do kind of a bit of a Screamathon, where we're going to watch the Scream movies. And then hopefully by then, we'll be able to stream it. And if not, then we'll have watched all of the Scream movies that are out anyway, which we should because they're fun and they're awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're my favorite. So we're going to start with Frame 1, the OG, that really revamped the slasher game, I think. Brought it back to life, I It would really say. did. Yeah. Yeah. Lots was, of moves uh, were made. On the ropes. It was. It was on the ropes. Um, but yeah. So I've got mine queued up. Do you? I I think so. Okay. I've got a remote here. I'm going to press it and things might happen. Yeah. Ready? In three, ready, ready. two, mm. one. Lynn! <laughs> uh, one. Play. Oh, wait, no, Lynn's buffering. Don't just buffer. Oh, do you have ads first? No. Okay, good. We're just at Dimension Films. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, this is my iTunes copy. Okay. Because I managed to snag a copy of all four of the originals mm -hmm. for like 10 bucks last year during the holidays. Nice. 
But that's, I guess, because they didn't have a new one coming out. Right. Super soon, so. Yeah, I... Drew. <laughs> I I bought all of mine. Uh, they were my birthday present to myself on Amazon. And honestly, it's a great gift. It was. That's a real treat yourself moment, and we should all embrace that. I, it has been a gift that has kept on giving. Like I said, this is my favorite franchise. It gives me comfort. Um, it is oddly comforting for a yeah. movie about people getting sliced and diced. Yeah. Sliced and, and diced. diced. Um, I also have a problem where I tend to find a lot of horror movies and like true crime very comforting. Like Friday, I was very tired. Because as we said, it's been a week. And I was getting ready for work, and I had put on a documentary about um, the Son of Sam on Netflix called Sons of Sam, which has been very interesting so far. And uh, I legitimately sat down and started to fall asleep while this murder documentary was on (laughs) about some pretty gnarly murders. (laughs) You know what? Donnie Darko has become a comforting chill out movie for me i don't know why because it is like the most unsettling movie in my collection i've never seen that one you've not seen donnie darko i have not that is that's one you gotta catch yeah one of jack gyllenhaal's i know his name's jake but my wife has a crush on him mockingly call him jack gyllenhaal (laughs) like that's going to make him any less pretty Or give him a less perfect hairline somehow. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's an amazing role of his. And his sister's in it playing his sister in the movie, which is interesting. Yeah. Oof. Well, you know, he's he's having it hard now after Taylor Swift's song just came out. Wait, did what did Taylor Swift do to Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, no, it's more so what he did to her. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, he dated her when she was very young, like 19. Oh. And he was far older, and it didn't end well. Um, mm. But anyway. Anyway, we don't need to talk about time capsules. I mean, yeah. this movie in and of itself is just a sort of perfectly 1996. Yeah. Well, 95, 96 vibe. The, the hair, the clothes... The Jiffy Pop. <laughs> the gigantic phone. Yeah. The phone is um, bigger than her head. It is. Also, the fact that they brought Drew Barrymore in. So let's talk about this for a hot minute. So... No, you listen. Um, it's all turned. It's, so, it's such a great... Oh, good. Like, double cross... Yeah. It'd be like, we're going to stick her face on all the posters. Exactly. So, at this point in time, Drew Barrymore is such a huge star. Huge star. And her face is on all the posters. It's on the trailer. Like, we all were like, holy shit, we're in it. In this ride with Drew Barrymore. And as you're all about to see, we're not. We're not in the ride with Drew Barrymore. He totally pulled an Alfred Hitchcock. But, like, it, it's such a great idea, too, mm-hmm. because then it lets Nev Campbell come out and yeah. become maybe the greatest final girl. I would argue she's one of the best. Yeah. 
her and Lori Strode, they're like my top two. Um, like just her acting is so like mm-hmm. it's so good. Like the fact that like she cries at the sound of the phone ringing. Yeah, and does Drew, it so well. Drew Barrymore did an amazing, phenomenal job. Like she could have been like, "Oh, okay, you're killing me off within like the first." 10 minutes of this movie cool great i i i don't have to be in it to win it but she is she is putting her entire soul into this performance (laughs) no you really feel it like she's really killing it yeah and not only that but like this movie made me scared to like answer the phone (laughs) yes for a while Because, like, now, you know, we can see everything on our cell phone. Like, we have caller ID, so, like, okay, yeah, I don't know who it is. I'm not going to answer. But back then, you didn't know. I'm going to tell you something right now. Mm -hmm. When I saw the new one, Mm -hmm. when I went out to the Subaru, I did, in fact, open the back door and look in the back before I drove. (laughs) You should. But, like, specifically after seeing the movie, like, it tweaked me out. I'm like, holy fuck, there's going to be a ghost face in my trunk. Yeah. There's so much Um, trunk room, he's going to pop out. Yeah, that's the great thing about those Subarus. Got a lot of room for plenty of ghost face. They do. They do. Plenty of ghost face. It's like a clown car of ghost face. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. That makes me always think of um, the, the movie Urban Legend, which is also like a a late 90s, early 2000s horror film that does oh, not get enough love. It's so, so the good. Puppy, the puppy mm-hmm. scene. Oh, God. That fucked yeah. me up so bad. Yeah. But, um, we used to watch that in college, and I, being the messed up person that I am, knew a lot of urban legends. And so, like, we'd be going to get in, like, my friend's truck, and all of a sudden she realized that, like, I look under the car, and I check the back seat before we get in. But, like, I do it very subtly while we're walking, and she's like, you scare me now every time we get in the car. And I'm like, you should be glad that I'm scoping it out for you, because you are not paying attention. You're just dancing through life. <laughs> not assuming you're going to hand. Yeah, or just like anybody, you know, that anybody would be like, wow, hey, we're in a college campus and I've seen a bunch of girls going back and forth from this car. You know what I mean? Like, true, true. Yeah. Nope. Oh, that's the wrong answer. I love Ghostface so much. Roger L. Jackson. Terrifying guy. The original killer. This is this is the movie where I learned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I knew. Okay, so my mom is terrified of horror movies. Terrified of them. My mom's was the kind of woman who would watch between her fingers. Um, but she loved them, and so we watched all of those. And she'd be like, pay attention, because it's not Jason yet. You know, because, like, I grew up being like, oh, well, it's Jason. And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. It's not. Not yet. (laughs) So, like, how did Ghostface... It must have been... I mean, spoiler alert. 
But this movie is nearly 30 years old, so I think it's okay if we spoil parts of the ending as we're yeah. having lay discourse. Um, I'll put a tag in the Cutting him open, because yeah. the boyfriend was completely disemboweled. Like, unless I'm just suspending disbelief, like, he would take a hot minute to, like, just get his ass open that far. Yeah. Unless two of them um, were there just going, blah, 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 like... So is it always Roger Jackson on the phone? Yeah. Even in the newest one. Still him doing a voice. Because it's so weird, because I swear there are times when I listen to it and I'm like, it sounds like he has different vocal fluctuations. So I'm like, is he doing that on purpose? So it seems like it's more than one person? Yeah. I honestly think he's that good of an actor oh, that he is actually good. trying to modulate based on who's doing it. Yeah. Um, is, he, he gets better and better at with each movie. Yeah. But it's like he's matching mm-hmm. Matthew Willard or Skeet Ulrich. Spoiler alert. But like it's like oh he's matching God, their, always... their vibes. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's lots of times like in this one where I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, that has to be Skeet. It's got to be Skeet. You know? There's parts where it sounds like it's Skeet Ulrich doing it. So I almost yeah. like, I wonder if like they had Skeet Ulrich do the lines. Yeah. And then and he like, had this guy match up. Yeah. yeah. Because then there are other times it doesn't sound like Skeet, but it doesn't entirely sound like Matthew either. And I'm always just like, which again, in case you were wondering, yes, Bree has watched these movies probably way too many times. <laughs> oh, I wore out my VHS. Yeah. This is the first movie I ever, like, horror movie I ever owned. And, like, I got it on VHS. I don't know why my parents were foolish enough to buy it for me. <laughs> why did you have to stop to look at his guts hanging out? You would have made it to the car if you didn't stop. Would have made it to the car, yeah. And it's like, nope, owned. Yeah. And then, of course, this is parodied in Scary Movie when yeah. they pull out Carmen Electra's boob. Yeah. But it's such a good scene. This whole It's an iconic sequence. scene, frankly. Yeah. And it's wild to think what so Like, this is actual kill. So those faces part, you know? I wonder which one it is. If one of them's on the phone. Mm-hmm. The other. Yeah. Just because of, like, how elaborate. I think that's how they normally do. Vice versa, mm-hmm. or yeah. I mean, this is interesting too. I don't think we've seen it happen since, where someone gets killed and then they're yanking off the ghost face mask. So she saw whoever it was right before. Exactly, the she knew who it was. Which I feel it like also is a really... would be. It would also be interesting if it was Stu, because we find out later that Stu, she and Stu were dating for a little mm. bit. Like, this, that's the most disturbing part. Yeah. When she's like, oh, like can you imagine? 
listening to your no that's an awful thing no yeah like it is all this shit hits way different as a parent too Mm -hmm. like it really does and like not even just that but like you think about this it's 1996 and he is going this hard and it's somebody who you know like we all are like yeah Wes Craven's a master but he also was kind of a campy sort of slasher film person too you know so if you're coming in here expecting like Freddy Krueger like you know this is what you get in your first 10 minutes it sets a very different tone (laughs) like she that is the kill I think is the most elaborate of the whole movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is probably the most frightening of the whole movie too. Like just because yeah. of the tableau that's set with her, like hanging off the tree, her yeah. like Jack the Ripper style, just her bottom half is like pretty much yeah. just gutted out. And also then this makes sense. So if he's the one on the phone, right. And it would make sense to send Stu to do that because mm-hmm. he's Stu would know the house. He would know all of that. And then he's there visiting Sydney, so he's got an alibi. You know. Oh, oh, it's so smart now when you like when you think about the ending. I'm gonna have to put in the I'll put in the subscription that it's full spoilers from the start. So <laughs> Yes, please, dear listener. <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie from nineteen ninety-six. Yeah. I don't know. I can't lecture anybody about that because once again, I'm 36 and I saw The Godfather for the first time less than a week ago. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and I haven't seen Johnny Darko yet. Like, it's just a thing. And it I think sometimes you know? people, I think people who wouldn't know that how good these movies are would write it off. It's just like, oh, it's a 90s slasher film. Like, you know. I feel like it's not just a 90s slasher film. I think. No. Honestly, yeah, but again, if that. you're not familiar with the genre, or if you're just getting into horror and you're like a baby horror fan, I could see how you wouldn't have seen these right away. And I would say to you, if you've got like 30 some bucks, just like hit Amazon exactly. or something and rope up all four of those DVDs. Listen, just Blu-rays, buy them whatever. all. Just buy them all. Do Watch them all. Yeah. I mean, slightly diminishing returns. One is still, yeah. I mean, if I'm making a ranking on anything, one is always going to hit the top anyway. Yeah. Because it's like do, the fucking winner, but. I would do one, three, four, two. I would. So. I really like four. A lot of people don't, but I really like four. <laughs> I would do like a weird like one, four, five, three, two. Yes, yeah, I haven't. One, four, one, four, five, two, three. I think two has to go a little bit above three. Three's fun, but I feel like two is fucking great. Four and five kind of tie. Three, I have to like. I have to do it higher just because it was so different. Like in bringing Parker Posey and like that. I feel like it was like intentionally a comedy. Yeah. In many ways. I do. I thought it was, it was. It was a little bit more funny, but it's because it has such a dark storyline with it. Well, when Jay and Silent Bob show up and call Gail Weathers Connie Chang. Yeah. It's the funny <laughs> and weirdest shit. I mean. 
It's Are you going to help Gail Witherspoon not? Parker Posey. I'm a sucker for Parker Posey, too. I oh, hope oh, I never Parker find Posey out anything bad about her. I mean, have you seen Best in Show? Yes. Oh, my God. With She's the braces so and the yeah. squeak toy. The squeak toy. Oh, my God. There's one where she um, becomes a librarian. And it's some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Everything she's done with Christopher Guest is amazing. Mm -hmm. Everything Christopher Guest has done with that ensemble of people is fucking great. Here we go. Sydney uh, flashes <laughs> Keto Ulrich. It would have been funnier if she flashed him and he fell out the window. He should have. <laughs> if he just, like, fell off his ladder. Yeah. Uh, Animal House style, where John yeah. Belushi sees a pair of boobs and gets confused and falls off his ladder. Um, yeah, but I mean, at least this was consensual viewing. That's true. That's true. That helps. Oh my god, and her chartreuse suit. I love it. Good old Gail. Oh, Gail. God, and this soundtrack, man. This soundtrack. Like, if you want to bottle up 1996, just but play also, this soundtrack. Like, um, when is that Nick Cave song from? There's a song Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds did. Oh my gosh. Red White Hand. But that's yeah. like way older than this. But Yeah. And it's made so it through every single film. It shows up in some mm -hmm. way or another in every single film, which is great. Like, I, I love that there's those three lines and shit. Yep. But that that's like the unofficial theme song. And here comes Rose yep. McGowan as Tate. Yep. Who honestly also could have been an amazing final girl. If yeah. they wanted to pull, like, another switch, which would have been weird. Oh, yeah. Tatum, I wish Tatum would have made it a little bit longer. Um, I do think like, the way they got her was kind of... Yeah. Not realistic, almost, but... Is what but it is. It was a, but it was an interesting kill. I quote that every time we play um, Dead by Daylight. So if you don't know Dead by Daylight, it is a game that you usually play with friends or with others... And there are survivors, and there are um, killers. So if you're a survivor, you and your cohorts are trying to fix generators so that you can have light and power to get out of these gates to escape. Everybody's basically, like, in some weird kind of purgatory. And then there are killers, some of whom are from popular movies and some of whom are made by uh, folks who are dead by daylight. Um, they thankfully got the rights to Ghostface. So hmm. there are times when you'll be facing a Ghostface killer and every single time I'm just like, please, Mr. Ghostface, I want to be in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and then normally I get hooked because I'm not fast. Um, <laughs> My God. Look at, I mean, young old Fonzie and baby Dewey. Baby, baby Dewey. Really a baby Dewey. I was 25 for a whole year. That line's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> this campus is huge. This town is like three feet tall. How is this high school so big? Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is like the most amazing looking high school I've ever seen. Yeah. And then they have a fountain, and they're, like, sitting there eating an entire bag of grapes. Like, what high school children do that? You would know Stu.
Back when we didn't think to wash grapes, too. Their facial expressions are amazing. Nice and nice. I mean, Randy's such a creepy guy. He really is. I would not have been surprised if Randy would have become a killer. Honestly, that would have been such a weird twist for, like, part three. If, like, Randy survived and he's, like, all scarred up and fucked up. I was kind of hoping. You know, like, I I was kind of hoping that in movie two, Randy was going to be the killer. That would have been so interesting. You know, I don't know if it's just that Randy creeps me out. Liberal. Oh, stew. His, uh, I mean, I know you haven't seen the third season of Twin Peaks. Matthew uh-huh. Lillard is in it, and he's oh, fucking God bless him. amazing. He, he plays a guy, I can't even explain his storyline because it's too confusing and weird. But he ends up weird. in jail, and he has to deliver a lot of teary-eyed lines. Oh, God. And frankly, he fucking delivers. Like, I believe it. He kills it. He's so Listen, good. He's an amazing actor. He's an amazing actor. He's just wonderful. Um, I like. I wish like they'd bring him back somehow. I mean, it's yeah. possible because he only had a TV dropped on him. That doesn't necessarily mean he's dead. Exactly. Like he could have lived. I mean, I don't yeah. know. He'd be like in his fifties, so it'd be kind of weird if he was like just killing off a bunch of random teenagers. But if he were to play a role like sort of Roman played, where he's like kind of puppet mastering. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. For the for the viewers at home, I'm doing weird spider hands. Puppet master. <laughs> Gosh, also Sydney's house is amazing. She, 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 yes, she's definitely uh, a little bougie. Yeah. What does her dad do? I mean, I know he traveled. He's he's doing uh all kinds of deals. He's wheeling and dealing. He's and doing the, the deal. The way they shoot is so smart. Because there's so many doors in Sydney's house. So there are so many times when it's like that last shot where you have that negative space, and we have been trained to be like, oh God, the door is going to shut and, and ghost space is going to be there, you know? Um, but that was not the case. And now, even like seeing her with that frame space behind her, like it just creates so much anxiety when you've been trained in horror films to be like, yeah. <laughs> God, of course she's going to go there. I mean, Gail is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean... The fact that she's almost been, like, killed a billion times, but, like... Gail is... Um... You know, this was right around, like, Princess Die time and everything. She is what we feared in the press. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And so many journalists now are still like that. And it's just gross. Like, I'm going to say it. Don't be like Gail Weathers. 
when you're a journalist. Yeah, don't at all. Like, even if there's, like, some redeeming quality to her later. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be hungry, and it's okay to want to have success, but, like, figure it out. There's ways to have scruples and do those things. Mm -hmm. Can I just say that, like, with the pandemic and knowing about so many different germs and stuff, it really bothers me when people, like, put their shoes on furniture now. (laughs) I like how she called Tatum like five hours ago. (laughs) His creepy cult penis. I love the idea of people being on VHS and sitting there and just pausing over and over again. Can I see it? Can I see it? Can I see it? Hello, Sydney. Sydney. Like, seriously, does that not sound like skeet to everybody? Sounds like skeet. It's got a skeet vibe. Got a skeet. Got a skeet cadence. Skeet's got a real sweet way of talking. Did he call her from jail, I wonder? I know, right? How did he smuggle in the voice changer? I don't know. To jail. There are so many questions, and we're never going to find out the answers. It would be awesome if they released, like, like an Omnibus. Sort of like they do with the, like, an Ultimania that they do with every Final Fantasy game. Mm -hmm. Where it's yeah. like, here's all the producer's notes oh about God, all this bullshit. But I mean, Kevin Williamson is still very much alive and well. He could that probably is true. do those He things. could do it, yeah. Um, But I love the fact, so here's another cool thing about the Scream movies. So the Scream movies came out 96, we keep saying it. Oh, pardon my yawn. And um, so at this point, we had been having slasher films for so long, and the formula was there. So then you have fun moments, like when Sydney's like, no, I don't like horror movies. It's always some big-breasted girl running up the stairs when she should be running out the door. You know, Um, which is something that so many of us talked about. Or, like, later on when they go over the rules, and so many of the rules are about, like, purity culture, like, don't drink don't smoke, don't do, don't have sex. And the kids were all like, uh. Oh, yeah? What do we do? I don't know why she goes back in the house. <laughs> like, why not just, like, sprint down the street? But, I mean, I guess she, maybe she's not close enough to another house. Yeah. To where it would be like meaningful yeah it's weird so many of these kids like kind of just live in the middle of nowhere but i guess it's a different kind of like small town what am i doing, what am I doing? <laughs> hello
she's got such balls too like for someone whose mother had been murdered not even a year ago you know to be like oh yeah what am I doing nah, nah, nah. It... fucking A god he just shows up out of nowhere <laughs> so was he in the closet making that call this time around I feel like maybe he was I think so like I always thought that he kind of crept in while she was asleep and was just kind of waiting but then Tatum called so timeline kind of had to be accelerated and then she locked herself in yeah which I am afraid I will always do one day I also have a fear that because I watch so many horror movies one day I'm legitimately going to be murdered and my neighbors are just going to think that I'm watching some stupid movie <laughs> and like screaming against them or the movie the yeah. screaming sound is just that exactly Also, how fast was that phone disconnected? How did they do that? I don't know. How's she calling 911 if her phone's disconnected? I guess maybe their their router's on something different. They're rich as hell. Hey, there he is. Hey, Skeet. My man. Oh, Skeet, 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 Skeet. I wonder if there's a, a Scream Guy costume laying in the backyard. Yeah. Maybe it was him. Maybe. My, um, my face when I oh, learned shit. that yeah, his name was Skeet. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> it's quite a name. Also, he's the whole reason why I watched two seasons of Riverdale. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he was in Riverdale? Oh, yeah, he is. He's, um, Jughead Jones' dad. <laughs> Freaking Dewey, man. Just that he's holding the mask. And then he starts screaming. I always feel bad, too, because I innately do not trust Skeet Ulrich now because of this movie. <laughs> How could you? I mean... Also, when my hair gets just a little, like, in a couple weeks when my hair gets longer and I put product in it at the end of the day, I end up looking like Skeet quite a bit. And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I just should be harassing some teenage girl being like, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> my God, Tatum's like beat up bug. <laughs> the lack of absolute respect yes, but also like is. I wouldn't know what to do if like I had an older sibling who was clearly who, a doofus who was the deputy <laughs> of the town like I mean that would be like for my brother John if I became the deputy of the town and was like listen you have to respect me at the crime scene and he'd be like you were crying over making cookies five minutes ago you know he would probably also just call you Deputy Doofus. He would, he'd call me a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think they really got, like, sibling relationships well done in this movie, too. Yeah. 
Poor Kenny. Oh, back in the 90s when you could say things like that. Mm, I had Dunkin' for breakfast this morning. Man, their logo really did not change that much. Nope. It's actually a good thing. Yeah. Testament to good design. Exactly. Also, I'm glad that they have never kind of like put Dewey and Sid in a romantic relationship because that would have been weird. It would have been so gross, but something that a lot of writers would do, you know? Eventually, yeah. I'm just gonna say, yeah. Back in '96, I don't know if everybody had one, but like, you know, they're again. This is a very bougie community. <laughs> I'm her boyfriend, and I wanted to bone her. <laughs> Is his dad like a lawyer? Like, because it's so funny. Because he always looks like he would be like a a greaser kind of like more lower class kid, but like clearly, his dad's like somebody in business or a lawyer or something. Yeah, you wouldn't have allowed it there. Otherwise, like yeah. they were prohibitively expensive back then. Like they were, and that was a nicer phone too. Like it's not even like it was some Nokia brick. <laughs> Which, by the way, had Voldemort turned a Nokia cell phone into a Horcrux, <laughs> Harry Potter no, never would have won. He never would have won. <laughs> We'd all be speaking parcel tongue now. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember when we were rehearsing for the play and people used to just throw my cell phone and it would be fine? <laughs> I think that's the time when I had my my Nokia brick as well. It was like a navy blue Nokia. It had the snake game on it. Yeah, mine was like a purple one. Couldn't really do anything much with it. No. It was just to call home and be like, please pick me up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But because I was in band, my phone would be, like, in places. And I'd be like, oh, God, we need to move it. And I'd be like, that's cool. Just throw it. Because it was an actual brick. Like, you could have murdered somebody. <laughs> and I love the fact that um, it's that it's, it's Loomis. Which, you know, nod to Halloween. Oh, these damned youths. <laughs> Just the worst. Younger siblings really are just the meanest. They are. <laughs> they are. Deputy Dewey boy. The entire like, precinct is like how is he at him. exactly like and Dewey's doing like real police work. He's like, hey, I found out where this costume came from. Here's the problem. There's a whole bunch of them. You know, like he's doing the legwork. He's on the computer. He's trying to find your dad. Like he's really doing okay for like somebody that's like a newbie deputy. And now he's gonna have to go back into that bullpen after Tatum's like 
<laughs> called him an idiot in front of everybody. She's like, look, I just need to get home. Chess and I've got a second. Bam. And we're going to put it on on my Bam. on our big seat, our big TV that's like 32 inches. <laughs> the biggest TV that they ever made. Damn right in the face. Uh-huh. <laughs> copy. Bam. Copy. Bam. <laughs> I also love the fact that Sydney's there so much that they have like two beds. We're <laughs> just ready to go. Yeah. Tatum is like perpetually perky. I like the big bunny. I want that big bunny. She does such a good job with just her eyes. Like, that's a tough shot to do. <laughs> he comes out with his gun. He comes out gun drawn. Terrible trigger discipline, Deputy Dewey. God, it's so <laughs> weird to see David Arquette so young. This movie honestly did have so many fun, and it, it is mostly being hilarious. Yeah, but like just that he comes out in his underwear, finger Sounds on the wrong. finger, and he answers a phone that's already hung up. Hello, like God, I forgot Liev Schreiber was actually in this movie. Yeah. He's in, like, every movie, almost. And there's a cop eating a donut for Brecky. Wild that they were able to check that cell so fast back then. Like, right now, you know, you can easily find it. I'm guessing it was just kind of a, you know... Convenience sake. Yeah. Keep the story moving. Yeah. Also, Sydney just had a huge plate of bacon, like where they just like, here you go, here's some protein. Just yeah, you gotta be ready. You beat up a reporter last night. Here you go. I mean, we know who that they is, don't... right? Yeah. The reporter. Yeah. Oh gosh. From Le Exorcist? I can't think of yes. her name. Linda, Linda fucking... Linda something, right? Blair? Linda Blair, yes. Yep. God damn it. I know. That's There's so awesome cameos and horror references out the wazoo in this. This movie is a love story to horror movies. Okay. Oh, my mother. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you also wrote some terrible shit about her mom. God. Ew, does that mean that, like, do or Billy raped her? That's the thing. I don't think anyone actually did. I think it was more that they had consensual sex and then... Yeah, and then she was killed. Well, he was yeah. fucked up. They ripped her to shreds and then yeah. basically... Oh, so then... Smeared the blood on the coat or yeah, maybe I was wore his clothes. I forget about that a lot, which is why, like, in the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, it's their first kill. I don't think it was. Maybe no. it was only their second kill. Probably. But that Possibly would also explain... Together. Yeah. Or maybe they didn't do it at all. Yeah. It's also possible that Roman actually is the one who went and... <gasps> That's true, because Roman was already pulling strings. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that was the really neat reveal of the first trilogy. Exactly. The idea that there was a puppet master who kind of orchestrated the entire thing. Yeah. Like, oh, did yeah. he also point Billy Loomis's mom and Mickey? Yeah, that's what I thought. I kind of feel like maybe that was the case, too. Like, he's yeah. the emperor. <laughs> Stu is just so oblivious. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, obviously, he thinks it's funny because he's completely yeah. insane. And yeah. Just a lollipop to the face. Yeah, she's like beamed in. And I love that he's going to school with like his fingerprints. <laughs> Look at his hands. He just got out. I know. Like who's making him go to school without at least being able to like get that shit off? His cranky dad with the, the hair curtains. Yeah. But also to be like I was in jail, remember? But it also is really difficult to get that stuff off your fingers. Though I'm not gonna lie, when I got fingerprinted for a library position, I was really sad that they don't use real ink anymore. Despite the fact that it takes like five days to get that stuff. <laughs> I mean, and one year is honestly not enough time to just, like, get over it. Or to be like, look, I know you're sad that your mom's dead, but, like, it's time yeah. to bone. Which is what he's it's doing. Just, it's just time to bone, Sydney. Like, why, why not just be like, okay, if that's your priority, 
Yeah. End it. That is the one good and correct thing to do. It will hurt both of your feelings, but ultimately... And it's too bad that, like, you know, asexuality wasn't a word that was used a lot back then. Because who knows? Maybe Sid's actually on the ace spectrum. And it's not just, you know... I mean, but honestly, being like, oh, hey, your mother was raped and brutally murdered would probably turn a lot of people off sex. At least for a while. Like, just like... Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just waving these stupid scissors around. I think he's pretty right in being like, y'all are expelled. You know, people just died. Henry Winker just being allowed to go feral ape shit is one of my favorite things. So, I mean, okay. he almost like sliced that guy's throat with a pair of scissors. He did. He was pretty fucking close. Like, little yeah. sack of shit that you are. Okay, so this school is gorgeous, and their bathroom looks like this. <laughs> that looks like a place where you go to take shit. I mean, <laughs> Most- I guess it makes sense to me that you wouldn't prioritize being like, well, this is the p- place where people poo. Does it really need to look pretty? I mean, but they, they're it? like, oh no, we blew the fa- the budget on the fountain. Yeah, the whole the whole budget went to the fountain. Yeah. The toilets don't even work. Also, it's disgusting that neither one of these two wash their hands. No, they just come right out and start putting stuff on their face. And the one put her finger in her mouth. <laughs> this is actually how the coronavirus started. These two girls. It started with the cheerleader. Did. She's a terrible person anyway. She would probably be an anti-maxer. Oh, Ricky Lake. I won those tiny purses. I forgot about this scene. It's a really rough one. Yeah. When I got my period for the first time in the 90s, I also got a tiny purse to carry my pads in. <laughs> is there going to be... Fuck, is Ghostface in this fucking bathroom? Yes. Yes, he is. Fucking Yes, he is. Our man is in here. Our boy. How does he I know love the... he's going to be in there? Or is he just waiting? <laughs> like, he's just like... Do and Billy are just so obsessed. They get with her and possibly with each other. <laughs> they do love each other. There is a theory that the two of them might have also had a thing. And, um... Which would explain why they were, like, so willing to, like, stab each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. And that, you know, perhaps another motive... Since, you know, Billy's got one, but Stu doesn't. Like, that society was not going to accept them. So, might as well just kill a whole bunch of people. Does um, he have a gun? Or no, not a gun, a knife? No, I think he, he just... Did. He was just, like, gonna throttle her, maybe? 
Or was it even actually Ghostface? I was going to say, it might have just been one of the students doing it. That's one of the fun parts about it, is that we don't know. Oh, Gail. <laughs> oh, Gail. What a terrible thing to say to somebody. <laughs> Hello, you're a grown-ass man with a mustache, but you don't look a day over 12. Oh, hungry. I love... <laughs> His his method of announcing that is so yeah. Kids, I need your attention. Shut up, you little freaks! Like <laughs> Those little shits. <laughs> oh my god! You devil shits, you! I don't even remember how we were like talked to most of the time, like over our PA system. It wasn't that dynamic. No, but we also were like. Hey, here's the word of the day so that you are not stupid. <laughs> I was 24. <laughs> <laughs> Please call me anytime. God, Tatum's outfit, iconic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Intimate gathering for high school students. I mean, I was never invited to one, so I would not know. But I feel like it's never small. No, I think they always, like, kind of blow up. Yeah. Or at least it's what happens in the TV shows and the movies. <laughs> oh gosh and also like to murder the fawns the audacity the unmitigated gall I mean they have to they had to really bring it home they needed to make us sure that it was serious. <laughs> he scared himself with I the mask in his hand. Wouldn't blame him. I'd scare myself, too. That's one of the reasons I didn't buy a Ghostface costume this year. I almost did for my Halloween costume. And then I was just like, eh, I can't burn down my residence. I'm already afraid of everything. <laughs> I feel like um, one year I was going to do Ghostface for Halloween at school. Not 
That's Wes Craven too, I, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it so much. Yes With the hat and the sweater, and he's a janitor, and his name is Fred. Like, oh. Not you, Fred. The best. What do you call me? Oh, it's so good. No, I love that they put kills in broad daylight too. Like that yeah. adds so much to it. Like you know, because like there's no there's no boundaries. Yeah, there's no boundaries. Nobody's safe. Also, why does he have an entire fucking wardrobe? How much time does he spend at the school? You know, he's got to be ready. Various parent teacher conferences. Maybe he wants to impress. I was gonna say he does moms or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He does seem very dedicated to his students. He seems Maybe very tough love. That was such a dramatic reveal, too, because, like... It really was, the sleeves. Uh, yeah, with the sleeves moving. But, like, you know, adults aren't safe. Nobody's safe. got me an eye, too. Oh, so oh, good. Oh, so good. The entirety of practical effects on this movie. Just chef's kiss. Tatum's house, also huge. Everybody's got a huge house. I really, I legitimately cannot wait for you to see Scream 5 for the practical effects. I cannot wait to see Scream 5. I You're cannot. Blown away. Blown away by how gross it is. I cannot <laughs> wait. Insane. Like, that is the one thing I did like about it a lot, was just that it embraces how gross a Scream movie should be. Yeah. They have to be gross. And they do have to this be gross. fucking gross, too. Like, yeah. Gnarly. It is. I think. Three... I mean, we saw guts within the first eight minutes of the movie. We saw two people's guts. Exactly. I think two, two is still pretty violent. Three pulled oh back on a lot. Yeah. It was a post Columbine. Yeah. So I feel like everybody kind of had a gut reaction, excuse mm-hmm. the pun, but to like kind of clinch in a little bit which they didn't need to because it's but fucking also, weird at all. like it's a totally different kind of kills scenario 100 percent. but also i mean that they 100 percent did not say <laughs> any of the violence with guns and shit no 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 not at all but it's different like it's not on a that's three is also the first one where it's not a school setting it's you know their real life in their their big <laughs> God damn it, Stu. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Also, which one of them, Stuart Billy, is just creeping around the neighborhood, tiptoeing through the tulips outside Tatum's house? <laughs> like, did you see that too? Like, he just kind of is creeping around, like, do, 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 just in the bushes. <laughs> I love how Randy keeps talking to Stu like they might be friends, because I do not think that Stu views them as friends. <laughs> I think if Randy wasn't friends with Sydney, he would not ever talk to Stu or Billy. You know? Maybe. I don't know, though. I think maybe Randy is... He's the friend that's on the orbit. Mostly yeah. because of the fact that it's two couples. That's true. Yeah. Like and it's it's weird when you're the friend who's there with couples. And like it makes it more difficult to be as close a friend to either set of people or individuals along the group, yeah. right? Like and maybe that's where Randy's 
Yeah, that, and Randy like, is, is in love with Sydney. Oh, he definitely is. Matt has like the best facial expressions in this movie. <laughs> He does not need to be pulling all this out, but he does. <laughs> Everyone's a suspect. <laughs> I love you, this. You realize this is what we would sound like. Were there a <laughs> a bunch of murders in our friend group or like within our orbit? We would be the Randys. Stu, what is this face? It is an instant. I mean, I think... And I love the fact that he can't see the face that Stu's pulling behind him. Like, Stu's almost, like, hungry for violence in that scene. You know what I mean? Like, that. It's just yeah, in his like, eyes. Yeah, like, I wonder, like, honestly, if they'd got him alone sooner. Oh, yeah. Than then, like. But no, and it's interesting pained between to, at this point, serial killer. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah. But also, I mean, I think there's animosity there, too. Because Billy knows that has these feelings for Sydney. He probably doesn't seem as a threat, necessarily. Oh, yeah. But it is awkward to know when someone you know is, like, crushing on your girlfriend or something. It has for, like, a long time, it seems. I've been in that scenario, and it is very awkward. Yeah. And even if there's no actual threat to your that someone hanging around yeah. her, even if you know she's never going to receive orbiting her like that. So that might explain more of Billy's animosity and whatever, aside from the fact that he's nuts and wants to kill people. What's their ultimate motivation? The real motivation, I guess, for Bill. Like. What, who's going to eat that one tiny ice cream at this teenage party? There he is again. <laughs> they just creep around. Store like that. <laughs> for our listeners at home, I have my arms up in cryptid pose. Just moving around um it's like spotting hidden mickeys like it is everywhere or it's like you know when you're watching in condo and you're just like where's bruno <laughs> i kind of wish they would have that i don't three or five like i noticed no not at all this might be the only one where you like he's just kind of lurking around behind the scenes everywhere yeah, I do not recall seeing him just creepy dee but around all the but time. I feel like he has a really effective mm -hmm. 
an interesting tool because like you get that mm-hmm. continued message that he's always watching. Yeah, and, and that it doesn't matter watching. that you're in small town America in the grocery store or in wherever. He's just there. He's always yeah. there. Um, now I want strawberry ice cream. God damn it, Dewey. I love that Dewey's like, yeah, no, I will drive you to your underage party. <laughs> and break the laws of curfew. Did he just like drop a bag of chips? He like, did, did. He just, like, did Kenny God just damn it, Kenny. Bag of- You bastard. Also, That's who's this kid coming it. in with his pressed khakis to this house party? You know, it was the 90s. He was a gap boy. He went yeah. to the gap. He fell into the gap. Yeah. He did like the West Side Story zoot suit dance. Yeah. An intimate gathering. Here we go. Jesus Christ, look at how big Stu's house is. He's, a, he's got a fucking mansion. Like, okay, so I, I know that I watch this movie all the time and that I understand that the houses are huge, but, like, the house is fucking huge. And it's Hugh Hefner yeah, smoking like, where, jacket. Yeah, like, had to be his tag. Yeah. Like, that can't be his. Or maybe not, though. I don't know. I feel like the night It might be. I mean, his family has a whole bunch of money. Like, I'm sure he could buy himself his own Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. Maybe. Oh my god, and her fucking cheetah print headband. (laughs) Our awkward love story. I went loose. Oh my god. Ugh. (laughs) Oh, Kenny. Yeah. Because she's amazing. Oh my god, Dewey. Just kidding. Have a good time. <laughs> Ew. He's such a rube. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, I know. And now he's just drinking on duty. Yep. Hanging out with high school kids. Drinking on duty with slightly older Yale winners. Oh. 
when when would he have Sydney? He's been sitting outside in the car since he brought you there. <laughs> He's been trying to, you know, see what's going on with Gail Weathers. Yeah. Trying to get the forecast with Gail He's Weathers. He's trying to get the uh, top story. My God, it must have been very cold in that garage. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or just a really awful bra. Could be that. Or none at all. Or both. Yeah. I say, too, that might have been part of the motivation for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a feeling that the bra, or the, the, the bra is not very good, and that the um, basement is quite cold, and the door is now open. So, because if Gail needs a coat, it's not like the um, garage is going to be insulated. Why is she carrying that many beers? Because Stu's going to ask her to go down for 5,000 more. And then, like, you know, she needs some, Sydney needs some. I mean, Stu's a lanky boy. I, I can't imagine him. That and Rose McGowan's been pretty vocal about the fact that um, people dressed her and cast her and took advantage of her because she looked a certain way. So I bet that this was not an not accident on this part of costuming. <laughs> I spit on your grave. It's such a mean way to play with her, too. Like... So even if he never felt, I don't even know if this is Stu, but like. I don't think it is. I mean, yeah. it could be. There's enough time. Yeah. But like to play with her that way, where you like just slowly cut her arm, he could have gutted her already. So that makes it more likely that maybe it was because he's got that. Yeah. Problem with her or whatever. Yeah. I mean, realistically, the garage has been within, like, the range of its uh, motion detector, because I think they even had him back. Oh. Ugh. What a gnarly, awful way to die. Getting your head scrunched. Yeah. But then again, it kind of plays into the were Stu and Billy in a secret relationship? And then is that maybe like Billy being like, mm, how often has my boyfriend made out with you? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Okay. 
Um, but who knows? Again, maybe they were. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they're just really good friends who trust right. each other to stab each other. Who knows? But I'm down for the interpretations. Oh, Randy. Randy, you're such a queen. Is, yeah, like, <laughs> did he watch them fuck? And the answer is maybe yes. Maybe that's why he gets so incredibly dumbass pissed drunk. May, I think so. In two I think, seconds. Like, he, I think he, like, knew that mm -hmm. they did, and he just was like, okay. In the time that it takes for them to have awkward first-time teenage sex... He gets so drunk. <laughs> I mean, he was already drinking. I think maybe he just tipped yeah. himself off. Yeah. Because he doesn't seem super drunk at that part. He, like, you know, because that's something that um, Stu and he were talking about in the, the video store. So it's not like he's um, giving a big reveal that he likes Sid. Um. So, yes, you all, you shouldn't wallow in a grief process, but also don't let anybody tell you that you um, don't need to grieve anymore. Your grief process and your time is your own. You got to be able to get out when you want to get out, not mm -hmm. at the behest of somebody else, especially not because they're horny. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's yeah. a mo key motivating factor. And like I said, like if that's if that's your prime motivator in a mm -hmm. relationship like this, like the least hurtful thing you could do to the person you're with is to like break it off and be like, "This is not exactly. What I'm like, this isn't working for me." And like that's okay. It is. It is. Guess what? It is okay to look at somebody and be like, "This isn't working for me." Yeah. It is kinder. My face is so itchy today. I'm sorry. It's the most appropriate thing to do. Like, I really all the other stuff is the non-appropriate shit because it's like weird gaslighting and. Mm -hmm. Says the person who is picking horror as his genre. Oh my god! And he was standing in the horror section. <laughs> oh, he was. Billy, Billy picked his genre. <laughs> his face he's got such weird like dead eyes mm -hmm. we get to bone on, on Stu's parents bed <laughs> And then they all use their hairbrush.
Editor's note. We lost connection to our normal podcasting recording software. That's cool. Yay. I am down for using Zoom as well. <laughs> if it works. Whatever's easiest. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's like recording just the audio. We don't need the video yeah. content. Yeah. We'll find That's out soon. Right. We will. Okay, so where are you in the movie? I'm at minute one or one hour, 20 minutes and 42 seconds. Billy's just been fake stabbed. Uh, he's got corn syrup all over his ribbed t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The scene where he's really looking like uh, knockoff Johnny Depp. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, like, part of the intent of using him, too? It might be. I think it's interesting yeah. you can, like, notice the difference between the different ghost faces the more you watch it. Like, you start to see, like, Stu's kind of a doofus, too. Like, I feel like his ghost face is dumber. And, like, is easier to fuck with, if that makes sense. Yeah. God. Also, why does everybody in this town live, like, in the middle of nowhere? Like, does anybody live in the town? And just in giant houses. They're just in giant houses. Woodsboro. Where is Woodsboro? I don't know if it's a real town. It's not. I just want to where it is. Like, I mean, it's in California. Mm. Like, I think not really SoCal, like sort of mid-California, mm -hmm. not where it's like snowballs yet, but... Yeah. Oh, she's found Tatum scrunched in the garage, fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Randy has the weirdest, like, shoes. He does. He's wearing, like... <laughs> like, what kind of fucking material is that shit? Like, is that, like... The shit that you can't get wet? Like, look behind you, look behind you. And yet, you should be looking behind you, Randy. <laughs> He's literally saved by the bell. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that um, there are just all of these parallels that they're doing it really is just such a chef's kiss and a love story and a love letter to horror <laughs> and i feel like billy and Stu just had way too much fun creeping around in the screen costume Such good effects. 
such good effects. Like done just with makeup. Just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, why wouldn't he just like back off and be like, oh, maybe I should just mm-hmm. go out the bigger door? Yeah, exactly, right? Like, wh- who, which one of these morons is trying to scoop through that tiny door, that little clown door? Like, but I like, guess it has to be Billy because Stu is chasing after her, right? Maybe. Billy doesn't have enough brain going or blood going to his big brain yet so he's like i can fit through the tiny door maybe <laughs> that still feels like stew to me i gotta make it does feel like stew it feels like a stew move <laughs> also because like he's just like he's not smart enough to make that calculus where he's like <laughs> you know i've got a good foot and a half on this person <laughs> and a much more broad shouldered so of course i'm gonna fit through the yeah. exact same tiny hole yep And I love that they have like the the Halloween going yeah, on. Like I love that they're able to like legally get mm-hmm. that effect. Yeah, and then the timing is just so good with the music. What an innocent time when you didn't have your cell phone on you at all times. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Now I. I mean, sometimes I go for a walk without it just because I want it to be quiet for a little while. Oh, God, there go her shit shoes. Um, I'll, I'll go out without a cell phone, and then I'm always just like, what if somebody tries to kidnap you? I don't have that exact anxiety. My anxiety is obviously more like... Uh... Just beating him the up with bone. Like, it's just a fucking blunt instrument. Mm-hmm. At this point. Like, she's knocked him unconscious with just mm-hmm. a blunt, giant piece of plastic. At this point, too. Yeah. But Gail Weathers, like, isn't, <laughs> you know, going to die from this. You would think this would be the moment in her life where she's like, I have to stop this. Yeah, let me try and help out some teenagers and the guy that I just made out with in the ditch. But no, I'll basically just run them over. (laughs) I'll just get into like a stupid car accident. Yeah. I mean, and I understand that she's scared and like that this is traumatic, but still. (laughs) Yeah, this has got to be a point where the higher brain can work with the lizard brain. Mm Mm-hmm. I also think about this next scene a lot when she's in the cop car. Ugh. <laughs> I like how he cleans his knife off between. Yeah, the every time. Or every time they side. clean it off. Like, also included in the Dead by Daylight games. Which is nice, because it gives me a chance to run away from Ghostface. God, think about having to roll a window up. Oh my god, I know. 
<laughs> and now that. we wouldn't even have these problems because we don't need real keys for a lot of cars, which freaks me out, honestly. I got a Fabi key and I kind of really love it. Yeah, this is I've, such a tense scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, forget I think about, about it a lot. Like, I um, I have had nightmares with this. This is the scene that I have nightmares about. Like that I'm in a car like this. So good, so good. And just popping out of the back seat like a daisy. Yes. Surprise, Sydney. I love how fast they're able to disappear, too. I mean, mm -hmm. I, obviously, a lot of it's suspension and disbelief, but. Because I'm not going to lie. I thought from, I, I was like, oh, okay, I think there's two killers. But I thought that it was Randy and Stu. Like, I always thought that Stu was shady. But I wasn't, I didn't think it was Billy at first. Like, I thought it was both of them the first time I saw it. I would love to be able to go back and watch this movie for the first time again. And also, like, a valid reaction on her part. Like, to be like, no, fuck everybody. I'm done. <laughs> Billy, this is so dramatic, honestly. Really, he's really laying it on thick. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> why would you give him the gun? Why, why? He's like doubled over. Why would you give him the gun? Like a little mad sometimes. And then all of a sudden we get this look, this this face. And I was like, Jesus. almost looks sad for a minute you know and then he just starts with his crazy smile too the, like the way no one's gonna ever be able to replicate right these, these two assholes like... yeah this twist on a twist was just so good of a reveal And then all of a sudden, Stu just starts spitting all over.
It was fun. I like to eat people because it's pure. Because he was a gourmand. A gourmand. He was a gourmand. That was his vibe. Oh my god, the like leg opening motion. Oh my god. What a dick. Oh. Also, don't put that knife in your mouth William it's been in people's guts all night you put it there <laughs> I understand that you guys are like I'm gonna clean it with my hands but like don't put it in your mouth maybe they started coronavirus just putting You just learned the rules. And not only that, but she wasn't in the room when the rules thing, so I don't think she would oh. get the reference. Exactly. It's for us. It's just for us. Oh, he said the name I'll of the movie. Right in the yeah. movie. Like, it's so sick to be like, yeah, we're going to kill you on your mom's anniversary. You know what? And it was a good plan. Like, if they just wouldn't have talked so much, they could have gotten away with it. You know? Yeah, I almost wonder, like, did they do this to Cotton Matter, too? Like, did they, like, fucking tape him down and like do an evil mm -hmm. villain speech mm -hmm. to him too. I don't know because I think if he would have had um the the faces he could have, you know, been like, here, here's a police sketch. You know, like maybe. Or maybe they already had the masks on yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh it's such a weird phraseology to use. Ugh. These two. These two. Don't kill me, psychos. 
also had quite a bit to drink. Yeah, so like he's gonna be bleeding out a lot. Yeah. Stop yelling at him so much. Gosh. This is not a good relationship either way. <laughs> not a good friendship, nor a good possible romantic relationship. However way you want to look at it. As a viewer. Oh, Gail. She looked deadly. I like that ending. <laughs> that was premature. Um, But, like, seriously, if they would just not monologue so much, they could have gotten away with all of it. The neck crack is so... Ugh. Yeah. I mean, every, like, once, once the reveal comes along, like, he really does. Like, why did they leave her? They both left her go. What did they think was going to happen? That she would just stand there? I think they did. I think they just figured that Sid was gonna like be sobbing and like crying and like shaking and just really underestimate, you know, how much of a survivor she is, which is what you need. I mean, she did it earlier, so. I think I'm delaying you, man. <laughs> He's so, why does Stu have so many good one-liners? <laughs> Meanwhile, Billy's just losing his entire goddamn mind. <laughs> so mad at me. <laughs> Meanwhile, your best friend is destroying your living room like i mean also like yeah i think they're gonna be at least a little mad because you fucking gutted a bunch of people like yeah they're gonna be mad about a bunch of stuff too they're gonna be mad <laughs> i don't know though. they don't really self-identify as who's done what it's true we don't know we don't know who's done what and it's something that i would love to know it's it's I haven't seen it too many times. I mean, I remember when um like Billy's mom talks about how she killed Randy. Like exactly. she explicitly says she's the one who did it. Yeah. 
I think she's one of the only ones who really says who she killed. Because I don't think that even, um, what's his name does. Like, well, I mean, Roman obviously is the one who killed everybody in three. Yeah. But I mean, um, oh my gosh, what's his in name? Four, in I don't two? think they're the ones who, yeah, like, I don't know who Emma Roberts' character Jill yeah. killed versus the Culkin brother. I believe the yeah. Culkin brother was the other killer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then in screen two, there's the other guy, and I don't think he ever says who he kills. Stu could totally live through this. Bring Stu back. He could totally be alive. He'd just be like really yeah. scarred. Mm-hmm. I guess like, or maybe like paralyzed, or you know, just unable. Because <laughs> the rules. Got the blood splatter work. So good. And that's because of the squibs. You yeah. Gotta, you got to use more squibs. That's a note to all directors of all movies where people get shot. Just go back to school. Squibs. It's about CGI blood. Yep. We don't want it. We don't want it no more. It's got to be cheaper to do squibs, too. I mean, I guess, like... It has to be. At this point. But also, I guess, though, there's an inconvenience, because if you fuck up the shot, then you got to set the squibs back up, put the outfit back That's on. That's true. That's true. Ugh. I don't know. There's something magical about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I love how self-aware this movie is that like it could just sit there and do that (laughs) I love I love that he comes back and just goes bah bah and then she's like headshot oh my god dad I totally forgot about you One of the weird gags that they put in Scary Movie is just because, like, the Sydney from Scary Movie's dad also got kidnapped. Is when they find him, he's like, and they also planted tons of drugs on him. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I haven't watched Scary Movie in so long. It was, what a film. Yeah. It was like all the Wayans brothers' work, basically. They're like, what if we. Mm-hmm. The first one was funny. I feel like it was really diminished, like as with any series with sequels, it's mm-hmm. diminishing returns. And then by the time you get to the third or fourth, it's just like, minus a couple really good jokes. Like I remember the one with Charlie Sheen in it, the chief of police, uh, she had this like big hat and the hat continued to get larger and larger as the movie went on yeah. with yeah. acknowledging it until it was just like bigger than the car she was in. Oh, I love that jump scare. I know that one at the end. My, I had a friend that I worked with who all the time, like when things would start to get bad, would be like, take my strong hand. 
was just like, oh no. My God. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Just a, a bad human being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then interesting when you think about where we're going to be in movie three. Which is weird that they like even let them make that movie because yeah. it was clearly a commentary on, on Weinstein. Weinstein himself, but like the culture yeah. that he came from. Yeah. But it was also like, I don't know. I just I remember at the time having some really awkward conversations with people who were like, "Well, that's just how it is in Hollywood. If you're going to go to Hollywood, you have to expect that." It's like, no. You could just say you no. What just... if we tried to change that expectation? Correct. Stop that expectation. And just be like, why don't you know? Maybe people <sighs> acting in movies should just be able to act because they're good at their job. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really that easy. <laughs> it really you is. could just you could just not do that yeah you, you should not just be an not asshole. do that it's that simple mm-hmm. so easy um yeah but so that's screen that's a, wrap a few technical difficulties <laughs> i think we'll just do zoom we'll do zoom time. from now on i think I, yeah i think it'll work better i think a, a lot of podcasters uh are using mm-hmm. this now yeah to, to decent success so Mm-hmm. You're like maybe we should embrace the same. Yeah, let's give it a shot. But that was a. Uh, it was Scream One. It was fun to return to it. I can't wait mm-hmm. for next week to return to Scream Two. Agreed. I'm actually really excited that we're doing the whole series. I think that's going to be kind of fun for all of us. I think so. it's an interesting way to to begin a year, really. Yeah. But also Agreed. just uh, yeah, they're fucking like amazing. Mm-hmm. amazing films every single one of them even if like i feel like when you say i could say diminishing returns but even those diminishing returns are not like it's not like you're going from 100 down to like 40 percent or something i'm talking like 100 down to like 97 percent. i was gonna say yeah like it's still it's still really a fucking boss cool. movie yeah even for yeah. i was like really reticent to go into it like really, really I'm like, it, it can't be good. And then holy shit. So good. It was actually good. Like yeah. um so what would you rate screen one? Mm. If we're going on the five out of five scale, mm-hmm. shit's gonna be like four dot nine five out of five. We're yeah. straight up calling it a five out of five. If I yeah, I'm gonna call it a five out of five. Like it's I can't be afraid to just say it's a hundred percent a great fucking movie and yeah every all the movies that came out afterwards in some way or another that were horror oh something to it i feel like i was gonna say this is one of the few ones where i'll say five out of five no hesitation it's so good the music's good the effects are good um the acting's good uh all of it they they worked really hard on how they shot it how the script was Every every last bit of it was good, and it it showed. Um, there were twists you didn't expect, turns you didn't expect the first time, and now even so many years later, you know, we've been watching these movies for a huge chunk of our I mean, lives, really and really we're still catching things. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. 
almost three. Like months. I didn't see it. I didn't see them crawling around in the bushes. I noticed that for the first time tonight. <laughs> no, yeah, I remember seeing them in like the grocery store. The store. Yeah. And like wandering other places, but yeah, I think tonight's the first time I noticed him like tiptoeing through the the bushes outside Tatum's. Yeah, like, yeah. Which was like, I don't know, really cool. Like, I feel like that's an interesting way for doing a slasher movie. And mm-hmm. he probably picked it up from elsewhere because I mean, we kind of know that Craven's kind of really great with doing homage without just stealing shit. Yeah. But is really kind of badass just to be like, I'm just going to kind of keep layering this guy in everywhere mm-hmm. and make it creepier and creepier and creepier because, like, it's just... It's almost creepier when they don't do any action. Exactly. When actually like, when it. they're just um, <laughs> going through. Yeah, yeah. Just wandering around. Just like, yeah. Just creeping around at people in their full ghost face regalia in their neighborhood. So I will say uh, the new screen is up for pre-order now, which I think is kind of a good sign that it'll be out to to see pretty soon. Usually, from my understanding, iTunes pre-order is kind of similar to the other sort of windows wherein it's like 40 days or so between okay. when the pre-order comes up and you get it. Good, 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 good. Yeah. I, I just really want to watch it. Yeah. No, yeah, the cast is great. I think you'll have a mm-hmm. really fucking fun time. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm it's excited just to see it again. Not a good time for me to go to theaters, which is fine. Some people are. It's cool. And it depends on where you are and it depends on who you work with and it depends on a whole bunch of stuff. For me, it's just the perfect storm to not go to the theaters, which sucks because I really wanted to go to the theaters for like no way home in this one. But Tease with tease. Yeah, it's in season three of La Pandemic. <laughs> hopefully, it's the last season. God, I hope so. I would love for it to be canceled. <laughs> I think it'll be the last season for this pandemic. I don't know. Yeah. Probably be another one at some point. I was going to say, and may we all then live boring, unprecedented lives. <laughs> I would hope so. No, yeah. not unprecedented, totally precedented. Uh, like, really completely precedented uh very mundane lives oh my gosh i messed it up i'm sorry totally uh you screwed it up we're gonna have to just delete the episode it's all right this is what happens when you don't sleep (laughs) this is what happens when you find a stranger in the alps Mm -hmm. to quote the best tv censoring in the big lebowski You see what happens, Larry? This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> well, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> Gosh, anyway. Um, yeah. Is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, if you've got Apple TV Plus, go watch that Macbeth movie. It's fucking great. Oh, yeah. Denzel Washington that. fucking kills it nice really really kills it i mean in the literal sense because if you know what Macbeth is about of course but mm-hmm. he uh yeah he, he does cool. it really well and francis mcdormand too as lady Macbeth is fucking amazing so oh my gosh she's so cool yeah 
All right. That's all I got. You got any plugs? I don't think so. Um, yeah, no. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, to all the listeners, I'd say good night and good luck. And yeah. Get cozy because it's getting creepy. It's getting creepy. All right. Creepy. We will see you next week for Scream 2 with our Scream of Fog. Until then. Uh, you like scary movies? Uh, <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Listener. We'll be right back. Uh, we'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>